Oh, I had what is called the new built bar with the marshmallow fluff in it. Puffs. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Is it? Oh, it's so good. It's uh, is it like Charleston chewish, or is it like just like? No, it's a combination of. It's not as tough as a Charleston chew, and not as much as a peep. Not as soft as a peep. Mm -hmm. Okay, in between. Oh, it's so good, and dipped in milk chocolate, and I mean, I may have had more than uh, what was really deemed healthy yesterday. Recommended by doctors. Right. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look, here's the thing. <laughs> These are candy bars. It's a built bar, and it's, you know, good for you, low calorie, low carb, high in protein, high in fiber. It's why I... Don't feel guilty eating three of them, but I probably should. Uh, Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15 and save 15% off your first order. Use the promo code BEC15 for 15% off at Built.com. Uh, get the, what is it called again, Stu? Puffs. Built Puffs. Puffs yeah. Oh, my gosh. They have a gosh. pumpkin one out, don't they? I think they have a pumpkin I didn't out. have that. Okay, you had a regular one? Yeah, a regular puff. They're oh, my gosh. Great. They are so good. So good. Check them out now. Builtbar.com. Built.com. Built.com. Promo code Beck15. Does it feel sometimes like uh, we're losing, like badly? I know it does to me at times, but there are some good things that are happening in Washington. Uh, One of the things that is happening is it doesn't look like Joe Biden's, you know, Green New Deal and this three trillion, because that's what it really is. Three, well, that's what the two of them, the actual price tag is, but it's actually more than that. Three trillion dollar bills uh, look like they're not going anywhere. Jim Jordan is uh, joining us next. He's the Republican of Ohio, the GOP House ranking member and the author of a new book called Do What You Said You Would Do. What? That's a foreign concept. What does that even mean? Jim Jordan, we talked to him in 60 seconds. Well, the dogs have weighed in and they agree. Rough Greens from Vitasmart is the cherished favorite. I have a dog, Uno, and he gets so excited about Rough Greens, he can barely contain himself. Uh, He's no spring chicken. He is almost nine now, and that's old, unfortunately, for a German shepherd. Uh, And I'm telling you, he is not the same dog that he was when he was seven, when he first started eating Rough Greens. This dog has changed he is always running around with the ball in his mouth always trying to play um and i i am absolutely 100 percent convinced it is because of rough greens they have probiotics antioxidants vitamins minerals omega oils and they're just some of the things that your dog needs to thrive and you're not getting it if you're feeding your dog dry kibble food 
You can get a free bag of Rough Greens right now for your dog to try out. All you pay for is the shipping. Just make sure your dog likes it as much as Uno does. And if they do, then order the full bag of Rough Greens and just watch them change. It's amazing to watch. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 833-GLEN33. It's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Jim Jordan from Ohio, the House ranking member for the GOP, author of Do What You Said You Would You Would Do. Uh, welcome, Jim. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Glenn. Good to be with you. Great to uh, great to have you here, and thank you for fighting the good fight. Uh, I oh, mean, you I, too. I, I I watch your clips, and I'm like, oh, thank God somebody is is saying this. Are we are we losing as badly as it feels we're like we're losing? Yeah, I mean, uh, look, the Democrats haven't done anything that's been helpful to the country. Every policy, you know, I, I said we went from energy independence to the spectacle of the president of the United States begging OPEC to increase production. We went from a secure border to chaos. We went from safe streets to, to violent crime because they defund the, uh, the, the police in every major urban area. We went from respect around the world to the debacle that was the Afghanistan exit. No, no, and you can go. So, no, yeah, we're not. We're not winning, but I think we might win today. We might win today in Virginia, yeah, and that'll be a good sign. And I think th- this, I really think this memo from the attorney general a few weeks ago that, we, that came public where he's going after parents of school, I think that's sort of the last straw in Americans are like, we've had it with the attacks on our freedom. We're going to start pushing back. And if Glenn Youngkin wins tonight, um, I think that's a huge sign that the country is about to turn things around. Yeah, I we are we're standing even if he doesn't win tonight, because I, I don't know about the, the, the vote, but even yeah. if he doesn't win tonight, people shouldn't get discouraged because I'm seeing them stand up more and more and more. I mean, the yeah. courts just reversed the mandate thing in Chicago for the police, which is a blessing for Chicago. They must have been freaked out of their mind with even less police officers on the street. Um, but people are people are starting to find their voice, which I haven't seen before. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right. Uh, and and frankly, it's because it's been for now over a year of government assaulting people's First Amendment liberties. Every I told a group the other day, every single right we enjoy under the First Amendment has been assaulted. Your right to practice your faith, your right to petition your government, right to assemble, right uh, freedom of press, freedom of speech. And, and America is beginning to push back. And the good news is uh, freedom is contagious. Courage is contagious. One person stands up, then pretty three people standing up and moms at school board meetings stand up and on and on it goes. And I think you're seeing a reawakening uh, and, and a embracing of freedom starting to happen again in this country. And that is that is a good sign. Do you uh, do you see the the president's bills passing? Are they going to pass? Well, so think about it. Four. Oh, you're breaking oh, up. You're, you're breaking up. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you, you there, Glenn? You, can yeah, hear you? I can I hear you now. now. Yep. So, so four, four different times, the Speaker House has said, today's the day of the vote. And so she's 0 for 4. And twice she's brought the, the President of the United States to Capitol Hill, and he's 0 for 2. So let's, let, you know, the odds seem to be moving in our direction. So hopefully you don't get the votes for this thing. Hopefully, um, hopefully it doesn't pass. And it's not just the crazy $3 trillion in spending. It's the policies contained in the legislation. I know. It's, it's the Green New Deal stuff. It's the tax increases. I told, I told this, I was speaking, I said, think about the Democrats' economic plan. The Democrats' economic plan is basically lock down the economy, spend like crazy, pay people not to work, and then for everyone who has been working, oh, we're getting ready to raise your taxes. Such a deal. So, so, so bad. let's hold this stuff. 
yeah, let's hope this stuff doesn't pass. Um, you wrote the book, Do What You Said You Would Do. It seems uh, like obvious advice, but how come people don't do that when they go to Congress? Because it's so easy to get here and just go along. And the whole town is rigged against doing what you told the voters back home, what families and taxpayers and small business owners want you to do. The whole town is rigged against it. The bureaucracy is against it. The, the, the mainstream press is against it. All the Democrats are against it. And frankly, some of the Republicans. And that, that's why I'm, I've been, I was so impressed with what President Trump was able to do. Because all those groups were against him. And yet, in spite of all that, yeah. he actually did more what he said he would do than any president, certainly in our lifetime, Glenn. Yep. So, it's it's really I always tell folks we make this job way too complicated. What did you tell the voters you were going to do when you ran from the job for the job? If they elect you, go do what you said. Go do what you told them. That's the contract you formed. But uh, people get here and, and don't do it. So I think your listeners will enjoy the read. I really do. We we take them behind the scenes and interactions with the president. Um, I've been fortunate to be involved in every big investigation that's happened here. The IRS, the Benghazi investigation, of course, the impeachment. And so we, we give them a feel for what it's like behind the scenes and all those uh, all those investigations and so, a lot about the Freedom Caucus. So one of the things, Jim, that is um, that I think people are so frustrated on is what do all these investigations end up doing? Nothing. Nobody ever seems to pay a price. Yeah, well, unless they're Republicans, you know, unless it's Michael Flynn, unless it's, you know, the, the, the bogus investigations, the bogus stuff that was done at the Justice Department. No, you're right. And, it, and frankly, it used to be the number one question I get uh, People walk up to me all the time and say, when is someone going to jail? And they were mostly back during the Mueller investigation and, and, and the whole crazy Trump-Russia uh, you know, collusion, false narrative. Um, you're right. But all we can do in Congress, if I can't put anyone in jail. All I can do is get the facts out to the American people and hope we have a Justice Department that's actually willing to hold people accountable yeah. and not let, this double, not let this double standard continue to happen, which is maybe more than anything, Glenn, and I know you get this from, from your callers and, and, and your listeners – uh, I get it from constituents and folks I, I I see all over the country. They hate the double standard. They hate that you know lowest learner can do one thing, but we can't. We, we do the we do the same thing. We're in trouble. Or if Clinton gets away with this, and Andy McCabe gets uh, Garland just gives him all his back uh, uh, pension and and pays for his attorney fees, even though he lied several times to the inspector general and lied to the FBI. We don't get that that kind of uh, treatment. So. It does drive Americans crazy. Yeah. Well, it should, but the I don't think we want we don't want that treatment. I think Americans and this is what the left miss. Uh, Americans are fair. They're decent and fair. They want the rules to apply evenly. Yep. Yep. No, it's human nature. And, you know, you, from the time you're a kid, you're, you know, someone at school gets two cookies, you get one. And you, you pick the thing. It's just in, in, instinctively we get fairness and we, we, we want fairness. And it's part of the American system. It's called equal treatment under the law. But when we don't see it happening, it is frustrating. It is wrong. And, and, it, and it shouldn't take place. So what do people do? Let me switch to the uh, to the virus uh, and the masking and the all of this craziness about having a vaccine yeah. passport. It, it it's, feels so incredibly unconstitutional. Is, yeah, I think it is. I think it is, too. Where Where is this headed? And how come it hasn't been, you know, headed off at the pass yet? Well, I think here's the good sign. And I, I guess I said this earlier, but. But, you know, Kyrie Irving stands up and says, no, we're not going to go for it. Then you got the Chicago Police Union and then you got you got parents at school board meetings and then you have healthcare workers in New York. Uh, again, I think you're seeing more and more Americans say, wait a minute, this is not how it works. We know instinctively this is this is not constitutional. We know it's going to get challenged in court once OSHA comes up with their final ruling and is actually, you know, so 
I think Americans are pushing back. Um, I don't think it is constitutional, but that doesn't seem to stop this administration. You know, they just continue to do one stupid thing after another, one unconstitutional move after another. And again, it's why they're at what, what, what was uh, 71% of the country thinks Joe Biden uh, has got the country on the wrong track. Oh, yeah. Um, frankly, I'd like to know who these 29% are. <laughs> <laughs> who, thinks, who, thinks, who thinks we're on the right track? Right, I know. So, uh, I know. The, the, uh, so I think Americans are pushing back. And, and I do think in the end, freedom has a way of winning out, uh, even if it takes, even if it's difficult and tough and in a, a long, long road. I think it wins out, um, and more and more more Americans are are doing the right thing and, and standing up for uh, for their First Amendment liberties. You were um, great um, when uh, Viola Garcia was uh, mm-hmm. w- w- was being um, you know the letter that was was given yep. to the White House and then the Justice Department. Um, is anything going to come of this f- with Merrick Garland? Well, we've asked him to rescind it. And the idea that, you know, one day after that hearing uh, two weeks ago in the, in the House Judiciary Committee, when when Mayor Garland said the only basis for his memorandum was, in fact, the original letter sent from the School Board Association to the president. And then the School Board Association apologizes the very next day. And I told some group, this doesn't happen in D.C., where a major left wing group apologizes. Yeah. And, and it wasn't just your normal apology. They apologize twice in one paragraph. We, we, we regret and apologize for the letter. We apologize for the stress this has caused. So. This was a full, you know, full backpedal because they saw how bad this was hurting uh, McAuliffe in his race. They saw how wrong this was. Now, Garland has yet to rescind the memo. So what we did yesterday is we sent a letter to every U.S. attorney in all 94 districts, because remember, his memorandum said he wanted he wanted action taken in all the judicial districts around the country. So we sent a letter to them. What are you doing? And, and never forget the day he sends this memorandum on October 4th, accompanying the memorandum was a press release. And the press release said, we're going to get the National Security Division of the Justice Department involved. But that's a division that deals with domestic terrorism. So this idea that they weren't treating parents as domestic terrorists is just not, I mean, it's, it, that's what they were doing, as, as indicated by the fact in your press release, accompanying the memorandum on the same day, you're talking about the National Security Division being involved in the task force to deal with moms and dads at school board meetings. This is frightening what they're doing. And again, this is why parents are saying, no, no, no. When you start telling parents that, oh, government's smarter and knows better about your kids than you do as moms and dads, moms and dads are going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're not, we're not buying that baloney. And they are speaking out, standing up and defending the, the, the truth and defending their, their rights as parents. So I think this is going to backfire on them big time. And I do think in the end he'll rescind it, but he hasn't yet. We're talking to uh, Jim Jordan, the um, Republican from uh, from Ohio and the author of the new book, Do What You Say You You Do What You Said You Do. Um, I want to ask you about the um, the Freedom of Speech Caucus that you have going on, mm-hmm. the Campus Free Speech Caucus. Yeah. yeah. Well, this this is I mean, you know how the cancel culture mob and the woke mob what they're doing to people. Uh, and, and, it's, and it's most prevalent uh, sometimes, I think, on, on college campuses. Mary Weiss, when she, re- when she resigned from the New York Times, and she wasn't even on the right. She was actually center left. When she resigned and talked about the, the, the cancel culture mindset that dominates so much in, in mainstream press and so many places, so many institutions now, she says, if you go against the woke mob, you will face what, what she termed was the digital thunderdome. And I thought, what an appropriate term. You will, you will, they will attack you, your family, your employer. Well, on college campuses, they just come after you. You're not allowed to speak out. You're not allowed to be conservative. And so this is something we're doing with some young, brave students around the country. Kat Kamek, a new member from, from Florida, young, uh, new young member. She's doing a great job with this. Dr. Murphy's doing a great job. So we've got this, this caucus. We're also working on 
legislation to go after big tech. Specifically, the first bill we want is to get rid of the, the liability protection they enjoy under its so-called Section 230. So there's a number of things we're trying to do that will that will push back and stop this attack on, as I said earlier, every right we enjoy under the First Amendment. And of course, of those five rights we have under the First Amendment, Glenn, you know the most important one, even more important than your right to practice your faith, is your right to speak. Because if you can't speak, how do you really get to practice your faith? Right. How do you really get to, to worship uh, the, the way you're supposed to worship? So the, the free speech issue is so important. Um, and we're trying to push back on, on what's happening out there in the culture every way we can. Jim Jordan, the author of the book, Do What You Said You Would Do. It's available everywhere now, wherever books are sold, um, and you should pick it up. Uh, Jim is uh, a leader in the uh, Freedom Caucus. He is also the GOP House ranking member. One last question. Have you thought if you take over the House, have you thought about asking Donald Trump to be the Speaker of the House? Yeah, that's, that's been talked about. Um, I mean, that's something if, if the president would be interested in that, that's certainly something I think uh, that, uh, that, that, that people would, would entertain. But I think mostly what uh, most likely what's going to happen, he's going to run for president. Kevin McCarthy is going to be speaker. And uh, we're going to have to focus on doing what we told the voters we we're going to do, stopping this nonsense from, uh, from the Biden administration and, and the Democrats in control of government. Um, but I think President Trump's going to run for president. I've already said I'm too. for him 100 percent. I'm for him 100 percent. We need him back in there. Again, you know, talk about doing what you said you would do. He said he would cut taxes. He did. He said he reduced regulations. He did. He said he'd get out of the Iran deal. He did. He said he'd get out of the Paris deal. He did. He said he put the embassy in Jerusalem. He did. He said he put conservatives on the court. I mean, you, you can just go down the list. No one's ever done it. When, 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 I just, when we go to the White House with President Trump, they had the big whiteboard there in the West Wing, and they had every single campaign promise they made. And then they put a check mark when they got it done. That's how you're supposed to govern. That's how you're supposed to lead in this great country. And we have way too few people who are willing to actually say one thing at the election day and then get in office and do that very thing. He was willing to do it. And uh, what a contrast the American people now see between what he oh, yeah. did and this, this, this Biden guy. Oh, yeah. Um, Congressman Jim Jordan, thank you so much. Appreciate it. The name of the book is bet, Do right? What You Said You'd Do. Thank you. Keep it up. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, org. Okay, when they talk about pushing the debt ceiling in into December, what they're really talking about is is putting an added burden on consumers. They're continuing to push a level of fear and uncertainty, and millions of hardworking Americans, uh, you're going to start feeling strapped for cash, and I don't want you to be which is why I urge you to look at your finances right now. Look at your budget, your income, every possible solution to improve your financial health, even if it's already good. I mean, you know, there's there's two ways that you can do this. Make more money, take another job or get a, a better job or save money. And when times are tough, you've got to do both of those things. Right now is the time to save money. I want you to call American Financing at 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net and have them just do a quick mortgage review. There's no gimmicks, no upfront, no hidden fees. They're going to look over your mortgage to see if there are any advantages for refinancing, things like uh, equity benefits and, of course, seeking the lower interest rate. No obligation. Just look into it now. See if you can save hundreds, if not $1,000 a month with American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. 
You know, the great thing is we are we are not alone anymore. You know, the phrase strange bedfellows, right? It's from an old proverb. Adversity makes strange bedfellows. I want to talk to you about that coming up in just a few minutes. Strange bedfellows, because we have a lot of them. Uh, looks like Manchin is threatening to scuttle the spending deal again. He says the Democrats are playing shell games. What? Stu, do you? What other games do they play? That's, that's the game, game that they play. And, and, and here's the thing. There's nothing under any of the shells. <laughs> that's the game. He <laughs> says, what I see are shell games, budget gimmicks that make the real cost of the so-called $1.75 trillion bill estimated to be almost twice that amount. Mm-hmm. He says the measures written ignore the impact of spending on inflation and U.S. debt, which has already reached 29 million. He says leaders ignore the 29 what? Oh, sorry. 29 trillion. If it was 29 million, I would be changing my opinion about this administration. I would be okay. Yeah, I'd be okay. Uh, Exploding debt. Uh, He questioned expanding new government programs Mm -hmm. while existing ones teeter on the brink of insolvency. Mm -hmm. We are not in a position to expand entitlements but we already were not in a position to expand entitlements before covid then we spent seven trillion dollars okay then no i can't hear this we have another trillion where is cory bush where's another two trillion cory bush said yesterday that joe manchin's concerns about the build back better act which is basically yours Okay, same mm-hmm. concerns. Really, is it? Yeah. They're the same ones, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty close. Mm. But Corey says this is anti-black, anti-child, uh, anti-women, and anti-immigrant. We shouldn't so. pass it then. Shouldn't pass any of this stuff. Just just to make sure that she, because she could be right. Who knows? Maybe all of these plans are really anti-black and anti-child. No, and she's saying your plan, your stance against it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, mm-hmm. one of the things that they're trying to maintain here on the progressive side of the aisle is that the infrastructure bill is a bad bill. And the only reason they're voting for it is so they can get the reconciliation bill, which is the, mm-hmm. the bigger mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And it's such a crazy thing. It's like, really, we, we really have you guys would have a problem spending the extra one point two trillion on infrastructure. Like, obviously, this is such a lie. They, they, they're just blatantly lying and they don't have any power. This mansion has the power. Cinema has the power. And if they actually stand up and do the things that they said they would do to uh, echo a theme of this half hour, then this could stop. If you see Virginia go to McAuliffe and it's not a bloodbath for the Democrats, this bill will pass. Oh, yeah. This bill will pass. Yes, it's the only chance we have to stop. They are waiting for the results of Virginia. If you're Republican or independent, get out and vote. This is the Glenn Beck Program. In my lifetime, there hasn't been a more critical moment to be an active part in preserving our freedoms. If you're over 50, you may have already joined a benefits group. I urge you, if you haven't, or even if you had, switched and joined AMAC, A-M-A-C. The Association of Tour American Citizens, 2 million members plus strong and counting. The benefits are amazing. Insurance discounts, roadside assistant programs, members only, credit card, travel benefits, plus phone plans, yada, yada, yada. But the real key here is the number of people standing together, because when they speak in Washington, it holds weight. We've got to stand together. 
AMAC provides everything you're looking for, but goes above and beyond to provide a whole lot more in advocacy for you in Washington because freedom is important. Their members have played significant roles in stopping the passage of House Resolution 1, the federal takeover, doing the same in the Senate. They are on the Hill with you. Join AMAC for the advocacy, the benefits, or the information. AMAC.us slash Beck. AMAC.us slash Beck. Brand new book from Glenn Beck coming out in January. It's called The Great Reset. You can order it now on Amazon or wherever you get your books. Our politics, I don't think, have changed. But who we see engaging in similar thinking and truth-telling has changed. Yeah. Right? Um, who, like who, you, t- ten years ago, you and I would have, we would have never thought of being at the same table because we're on opposite sides. But we're really not. This is from a, a podcast with Heather Haying and her husband that are, uh, are what I always thought were far, far left. But they actually are not. The far, far left is killing them now. They were professors up in uh, Oregon. And this is what makes strange bedfellows. The the adversity that we're going through, it it breaks people out of these categories because you have to examine what people are really for. And so there's a there's this time where we are going to find ourselves standing together with people that you wouldn't expect. You know, uh, Nicki Minaj. For a brief moment, we were fighting for the same thing. Now, it was a brief moment, but it was a moment. All of a sudden, your ideological opposites are suddenly your allies. And that's when they stick around. And when you stick around, it's because you're bonded together for a cause, because there's something worth fighting for together. And when it comes to um, when it comes to uh, Heather Haying, it is freedom of speech and diversity of thought and being able to express yourselves. That's quintessential. There is something. That I'd like you to prepare for, and that is the welcome wagon. You remember what a welcome wagon was? I don't think they have them anymore, but a welcome wagon used to be when you'd move into a neighborhood, the neighborhood would would all get together and somebody was selected to bring the welcome wagon over. And it was food and and just kindness from the whole neighborhood. And uh, and everybody would get to know each other because if you were in the neighborhood this is the one I want to really emphasize. If you're in the neighborhood, chances are you're you're friendly. Now, that's not always true. There are people in the neighborhood that are bat crap crazy. But we have to look for people that are in the neighborhood. What is the line for Americans? What is the final piece of adversity that will bring us together as the strangest of bedfellows? It may be happening right now. I think we're at the beginning of it. When rappers, listen to this, when rappers, Republicans, actors, environmentalists, truck drivers, NBA players, liberals, millionaires, moms, 
pop stars, sports anchors, comedians, and historians are all on the same team, you're starting to have e pluribus unum. They're, st- they're starting to stop arguing about the things that don't matter and start standing together for the things that do. I have a name for it. I just made it up. But it's the Joe Rogan effect. The Joe Rogan effect describes the countless Americans that have just come up to a line where they're just not going to cross. Regardless of politics, career, background, anything, they're just like, nope, I'm not going there. And Joe Rogan has come up to that line himself with the vaccine mandates, and he's just not going to cross it. If they can figure out a way to force you into carrying papers, into carrying something that lets you enter businesses or lets you do this or lets businesses open, Mm -hmm. as soon as you give politicians power in any, any kind of power that didn't exist previously, historically, they don't relinquish that power. They find new reasons to use it. So he has come up to that line. Remember about a year ago, I said, where is your line? What is the line that you won't cross? Many Americans are finding it right now. Too many are missing the opportunity, and it's going to put them too far down the field, I fear, to turn around at some point. But others are finding their line. Dave Chappelle has come up with his line. It's the pressure to apologize for his comedy special, and he said, I will not cross it. will not summon me. I am not bending to anybody's demands. Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magic reach the line he won't cross with the mandates. At this point in time, it is going to take courage. It is going to take boldness to stand up for um, what it is that you believe and to say it proudly and to say it loudly. If you listen to this program, you heard, believe it or not, the rap artist Bryson Gray tell you on this program that when you've reached your line, it's time to stand up. It's time for us to like stand up and stop Stop allowing and succumbing to what's going on in this country. What's great about this is it brings me back to um, this woman that we, my family and I met in Poland. I've told you the story a million times that said the righteous didn't suddenly become righteous. They just refused to go over the cliff with everyone else. They just refused to go over the cliff. The Rogan effect is when you get to the cliff and you're like, okay, this is madness. I'm, I'm not going with you. Then after everybody else has jumped off the cliff, you look around and see, holy cow, I'm standing with you? You didn't jump off the cliff either? That's what this is. You're starting to see the people that won't jump off the cliff. And sometimes they're surprising. It's people who believe differently, live differently, think differently, dress differently. But the one thing we all have in common is we didn't go over the cliff. And for that reason, we're now a team. And each in our own way, we're trying to persuade others, don't go over the cliff. But they will. Some will. Some won't. Not going over the cliff makes you part of this team. And Joe Rogan is not the only one I've had several of these people on this show and that's good news good news 
because this is the kind of momentum on the side of liberty like we haven't seen in America for quite some time. It's not a political stake. It's not a party. It's not even people that generally agree on a lot of stuff. It's just that we agree on the things that matter. See, we're always going to argue about things. That, that's what people forget. You're going to get your, he, your feelings hurt. Life isn't fair. Things don't always work out the way you want them. And if you're being raised in a world and you believe those things not to be true, that you're always going to have fair play, you're, you're never going to be insulted, you're never going to have your feelings hurt, you are in for a long, long life of misery. But we were always raised that life isn't fair. You're not going to always get the trophy. You're not all that special. You might be, but there's a lot of stuff that makes you ordinary. Usually people who are extraordinary, it's only in one little area. The rest of them is perfectly ordinary. These people who don't agree with each other are starting to stand together. And that is e pluribus unum. From many, one. Well, what brought us together in the first place? The idea that everybody's the same. That you have an equal shot. That God built us with these rights that nobody can take away. And that it's up to you to take those things that you have and make the best of them. And sometimes people are going to win. And sometimes people are going to win unfairly. But you just keep going. And a government should protect those people who are trying to do the right thing and living by those few rights and responsibilities that's our unum that parents should have the right to say to the teachers no you're not teaching that to my child no no you might teach that to other children but not my child and i have a right to say what i believe with my child it's my child not the government's not the public's not a part of the collective he or she is mine That's worth standing up for. That's worth feeling alone for. That's worth fighting for. People have died for less than that. The point is here. You're not alone. And you're not standing there with a bunch of people who all voted for Trump. Or who all like the flavor of chocolate for their ice cream. You're standing around probably the most diverse group of people in both color, uh, background, and philosophies. You are probably in the most diverse group in all of America today. If you found your line and you just won't cross it. I love Thanksgiving. Uh, 
Nothing like being surrounded by family and friends. Blah, 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 blah. The food is so wonderful. And it is time for the uh, day after Thanksgiving famous Thanksgiving dinner waffle treat as well. If you don't know what that is, I'll tell you about it later. You have to have it. Anyway, um, so many calories and so little time. One slice of pie has the upwards of 300 calories. And, you know, that's if you don't eat the slice that I usually eat. Most built bars, on the other hand, are only 130 calories with four grams of sugar and plenty of protein. Maybe this year replace or replace that um, that pumpkin pie with a built bar. They've got lots of flavors available because they're all covered in real chocolate. They taste unbelievable. Built understands flavor comes first, so you can snack on these and fulfill the uh, sweet tooth. And you can also not get as fat as a house like I currently am. Mark Black Friday on your calendar to check Built.com. Big things are coming at Built.com. Right now, try their limited time flavors at Built.com. Use the promo code BECK15 and get 15% off your order. It's promo code BECK15 for 15% off at Built.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Five cities across the United States are going to vote on ballot measures to alter the structure of the police force in their community as the country continues a national reckoning on law enforcement. So on the ballot now in these cities are major police reform measures. Austin, Texas, Albany, New York, Denver, Minneapolis and Cleveland. I got to believe those are going to fail. No? You think so? Why? What's your reasoning behind that? Uh, I don't know. The cities are still on fire. You don't think people are a little sick of it? Well, Minneapolis is really cold. So the city being on fire actually might be preferable to what it normally yeah. is around this time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, look, there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on around the country in these you know, citywide elections. And... They're, they, the, I mean, defunding the police yeah. in Minneapolis is really an interesting one because it's basically a proposal with no guidelines. It's basically saying, hey, we're going to try something crazy here and we'll let you know what it is after you vote for it. Yeah, that, that, how is this happening? How are people accepting those things? Mm. It's, it's, it is, I go back to our conversation last hour with Build Back Better. They they claim that the what they're doing is a conspiracy theory, but they're announcing it as they do it. Mm-hmm. They're like, we just did this. We're just doing this. We're just doing this. And if you say, look, this is what's coming. They tell you you're a conspiracy theorist and then they do it. But this stuff, the as as Biden said yesterday, yesterday to transform the biggest economy in the world, ours, that's what they're after, to transform the free market system into something that will be sustainable, diverse, and equitable. Okay, all of that scares the hell out of me, and we should be having those conversations, shouldn't we? This is the problem with politicians. This is why Brexit happened. This is this is why there are protests all over the country and all over the world, because people are having decisions made for them 
in so-called democracies or republics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not the way it's supposed to work. We're supposed to hire somebody that believes in the same kind of things that we believe in, and they go in and within certain parameters, the parameters we discussed, they execute those things, but they're not. And on top of it, they're executing a lot of things that they won't even talk to you about. Yeah, a lot of times these things go into the conspiracy realm because only because people assign really negative intent to them. Right. Like mm-hmm. we would look at the things that are being done and say these are really bad and they have really bad intent. When in reality, a lot of these people think they have good intent. Like they think that yeah. you not owning things in the future is a great vision uh, for the country and the world. Yeah, I just I just don't I mean, I don't see it that way. And I don't think most Americans would. And if they were more honest about that, all of their plans would be shot down from the beginning. Well, that's the that's the key on the Great Reset is there's a lot of people that are buying into this global warming thing. And if you buy into the global warming thing, fine. But then what is the plan? And some of the big environmentalists are now walking away going, oh, my gosh, they've just made this into the biggest profit center for the world's elites ever. And at the expense of not only the planet, but everybody else read about it in my new book it comes out in uh, first part of uh, january it's called the great reset get it now pre-order it to guarantee that you get a copy in a timely fashion the great reset at amazon this is the glenn beck program